Hi, friends. Welcome to another episode of That Sounds Fun. I'm your host, Annie F. Downs. I'm so happy to be here with you today. I hope you are having a great Thursday. The music in the background is from our good buddy, Mr. Ryan O'Neill, also known as Sleeping at Last. Y'all need to know that I just ordered his Enneagram songs on vinyl, instrumental. I cannot wait. You can head to his website and get all of that, sleepingatlast.com. And I just am so thankful for him. Today's the last day we'll be using his music as our intro music. Y'all are going to love what comes on Monday. But we have just been so grateful. So make sure you tell Sleeping at Last, tell Ryan thanks so much, and make sure you grab some of his music. Friends, y'all have been as excited about today's show as I am. Bear Reinhardt from Need to Breathe and Wilder Woods is here. We sat down and chatted about a million things, as we always do. Need to Breathe, new album, Out of Body, just released last week. Y'all have got to listen to it, like, now. Like, it's just so good. You're going to hear me gush about it to bear. I hope I don't embarrass you. Here is my conversation with our new friend and frontman for Need to Breathe, Bear Reinhardt. We're going. Sweet. We're in. I'm Thank in. you for doing this today. Of course. Thanks for having I'm me. I'm really grateful. Oh, man. Our pleasure. It is. I mean, you have a baby that is 10 days old. Yeah. Something like that. Seven or eight. Maybe, I mean, <laughs> I think it's crazy. What is this is your third? Yes. And is this in a boy or a girl? Sorry. Boy. Yeah. Okay. Third so boy. So all dudes? All dudes. Yeah. Well done. You're getting yeah. a little basketball team. I know. It's okay. it's weird. Yeah. It's fun. It's. I told my wife today, I was like, our house is sort of like the first scene in Home Alone right now. <laughs> I was like, we cannot, like, we are going to leave a kid or something. We got to get a routine. We just, you know. Look what uh, you did, you little jerk. Yeah, right? yeah. It's pretty, I mean, he's the easiest of, of them right, all. So right. they had, yeah, first day of school today for them. So for the uh, for the older ones. Are they back in in real life? Or are they? Uh, they are. Yeah, yeah. That's there was awesome. five and two, so it's still not real school. But yeah. But yeah they're How excited. long have y'all been in Nashville? Uh, two years. Okay. Yeah. How do? What do you think? We love it. Yeah. It's been amazing. Are y'all um, in town? I mean, uh, I live in Franklin. Address, no. Franklin. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It, we wanted some more space. I lived in Charleston before this, and I was like, with two little boys, I was like, I need a big yard, and yeah. a, you know, all that. And I'm just seeing them tons more. I mean, ironically, of course, that you know we're here and now we can't go on the road. Right. <laughs> but before, right. for years, it was just like we would fly to Nashville to go anywhere. Yeah, to bust you know, out of here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And all our gear has stayed here and all yeah. that. So, and I probably have more friends, honestly, who live here than yeah. there. So it's been really sweet, and it's it's taken a second to get used to, but we're yeah. we're really happy. What are some big differences? Like as not as like Charleston has the ocean. Yeah, I know. Yeah. yeah. But like, what are some maybe even some like heart differences or relationship differences that you're feeling between the cities? Yeah, it's weird. I mean, and we've had to like sort of navigate that a little bit since we've been here. I think yeah. we had some really close friends. What was nice, you know, in, in Charleston is that nobody plays music. Yeah. So that I, we were used to that. I had a bunch of friends that are just in other fields. My wife's a nurse practitioner. And so a lot of like medical people in yeah. our world and all that. Here, obviously, everybody's not everybody, but so many people we run into are in music, and it, yeah. it, it is kind of crazy. And at first, that was a little daunting to me. I'm a pretty shy person, um, so I didn't want to be. I, I didn't move here for a long time. I was like, I don't want to be somewhere and have to say hello to people that yes. I don't know that well. And we have to or, all the yeah, time here. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yes. But I, it's turned out to be just so inspiring to me really? musically. It really has. I don't think I realized how much you kind of play up to your competition in terms mm. of that. And there's so many people here that are hustling. It's really fun for me. I, I love running into kid, like I'm writing with kid who's like just getting into it. And yeah. just like it's eating up his 
entire day, you know. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, man, I need to be more like that. I love that. You know? He also has no kids. Right, exactly. He can't date a girl. Exactly. And he's eating at home right. all the time. <laughs> you right. don't want to be him. 500 a month rent, <laughs> that's and that's right. it. You know, that's you right. Um, that's right. But, yeah, that's I, I really um, have just loved that. I've probably written more since I've been here and just work with so many good people that um, – yeah, it's been really fun. It's it's kind of like just made the network of what we do so much yeah. wider. For the 10 minutes we've been friends, you can probably tell I'm not shy. Like that's not yeah. in my bones at all. Right. And so having a public job is very like great to me. Right. How are you self-proclaimed as shy? Yeah. But public all the time. You're way more public than I am. Yeah, I don't know. I don't yeah. know. I didn't cross my mind. I mean, honestly, I'm uncomfortable anywhere you know, that I'm not holding a guitar. Uh, <laughs> you could have so, brought so, your, sorry. I know, you I just walk like, around the grocery store with a guitar on. Um, yeah, I mean, I've, I've struggled with it. My wife is 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 an extrovert and, and really is like that, my wingman when it comes to that. She's ah, just so great. Yeah. Um, and when we first got married, I mean, I, I couldn't go to a wedding. I would be like 10 minutes in. I'm like, I got to get out of here. I'm yeah. getting super... So, yeah, I have a lot of friends who I meet from other things, maybe it's sports or something like that, and they yeah. haven't seen the band play. And then they see me play, they're like, who is that guy on stage? Yeah. But I really feel like the more I've done it, the more it really is me, actually. Yeah. You know okay. what I mean? I think, that, I think the rest of the time it's hard for me to kind of come out of that shell a little bit. Um, and sometimes the stage is like allows me to be like that kid that I am, you know? Yeah, and there's a little distance on stage too. Right. Yeah, definitely. Versus a sign in line. Do you like sign in lines? Uh, I don't mind that part. It's one on one is not nice. as big of a deal. It just, you know, honestly, it's hard. It's just, it's just the rant things that you're not good at. I yeah. think that's the biggest yeah. thing. You know, you feel like you can go in there and sing songs, but then when you have to kind of, you know, maybe it's interviews or something like that where there's an audience. Yeah. I'm always oh. like, what is happening? <laughs> I mean, I can't give a speech, you know, but people yeah. think that I could, you know, um, I had to give a speech for an award that I got from college. Yeah. You know, and it was the most daunting. I was like, I'll never do this again. Yeah. I don't care what the award is. <laughs> yeah. I don't care. I'll sing you any song. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Anything from the, any of the records. Yeah. Well, I think it's fascinating. The things that are least comfortable for me are if you're in a green room and someone brings back two. And they're like, these two people want to meet you. And I'm always like, I don't know uh, what to but, do with my yeah. hands. Like, <laughs> hi to both of you. You know, right, yeah. that's the yeah. worst to me. I can do yeah. a sign-in line because I know the Annie they're looking for. Right, yeah. And totally. I know who to check into. Totally. But but the two people who come to the green room, I'm like, <laughs> hi, <laughs> hi, Katie. Yeah. Hi, Sarah. Yeah. The weather's great, right? Yeah. <laughs> well, I love your town. Yeah. Ate somewhere local. So, well, that's really interesting because I think being an introvert and being, I, I would guess, introvert yeah. and shy go hand in yeah. hand. And having a public job would, would bump into each other a lot. Yeah, they have. I mean, I've gotten better at it, and I, 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 you know, see it as part of the job, obviously. Yeah. And I've learned to be able to say no. I, I felt this pressure early on just to kind of go along with everything. Yeah. It's like, I, guys, I'm not good at that. Yeah. <laughs> like it's not. It's kind of like people ask you to sing the anthem or something like yeah, that. I'm yeah, always yeah. like, how could this help? Yeah. You know, no one's gonna buy a record because you <laughs> sang the anthem unless you're That's Whitney right. Houston or whatever. That's right. So it's like, it's, well, I could only fail at this. That's right. My career. That's right. So I'm like, you don't want to put me in too many personable situations that, you know, I could really. It's not going to help a lot. Yeah, hurt the brand, you know. So oh I do think God, that's man. good. I could kind of like put some walls up a little bit. Yeah, that's right. When it comes to things like your family and your faith and these other parts of your life that don't have to be public, one of our, you know, we get these questions from people on Fridays in our AFD Week in Review email. And Elena asked, how do you have this private life within a public space? 
Yeah. So, and I wrestle with it. I'm not married yet. And so there's all that part of the world that I have to figure out how is it private and yet it's part of who I am too. So how do you balance the private parts of your life as a yeah. shyer person? Yeah. With I'm actually, you know, it's, it's been, I've, I've, um, in the last seven or eight years, we, I've gone through a, just a crazy time. Me and my wife had a rough kind of patch, I would say. Mm-hmm. Um, it was, and that's saying it lightly. We just had yeah. a tough time and really, um, so a lot of things changed about my life. I just almost quit the band and we almost, we kind of like, just reprioritized everything. And yeah. one of the things for us was counseling. It was like oh, this. Oh, brother, you've it come was, to the right place. Yeah, it was just, uh, you know, a godsend, really. Yeah. And then I kind of got, I kind of fell into it uh, totally. I'm like, I wouldn't say I'm like a crazy person with it, but I I just love it. Have and you been so, to Onsite? I have, yeah. Me too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I've done it. So I just, it, yeah, it's. It, I think that I'm looking for relationships like that. Like yeah. we probably overshare a little bit and just sort of kind of, so I'm not too worried about that part being private. I think mm-hmm. the thing, that the line I'm always like worried about is offending people for no reason. Mm. You know, I think it's pretty yeah. easy as a rock band just to be like, well, this is what I think politically and right. this and that. Right. It's like, are you really wanting to make, is that the stand you want to make today? You know, or like, you know, and growing up, I think as a pastor's kid, that's just like in my brain all the time. Yeah. When yeah. I would bring kids to, we were a Pentecostal church growing up. Yeah, so, let's go. Flags? Yeah, yeah like, definitely flags oh, and let's go. banners and the whole thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, come on. Yeah, we were like the band and they're playing when like they do the Jericho March around the outside. <laughs> yeah, and we're like, should we keep playing times. now that they're <laughs> out there? Uh, <laughs> so I think because I had that experience and bringing mm-hmm. my friends to it and then yeah. being like, what is this? You know, yeah. I've always been sensitive to that a little bit. Like, well, maybe... I don't want to overshare with certain things, you know, just because where people are. Yeah. Man, counseling, on-site, on-site changed my life. I went two years ago, January of 18, and um, to their Living Center program. Yeah. And have been in counseling for a while. But it is so funny how Christians, not the two of Christians sitting here, but right. Christians in general, a lot of times are like, we can't go to counseling. We just need yeah. to be okay. Yeah, no, just pray about it and it'll get, I'm like, yeah, that, I, I, I couldn't disagree more with that same <laughs> yeah same i just my thing I, I was telling my friend this has been years ago i was telling guy in a band i was like if you're building a house i mean you go talk to people that have built a house before right right like that's okay you know you don't right. just you know i think i'm just gonna build it out from scratch here yeah. and just <laughs> see what happens i'm just gonna pray yeah. and <laughs> start hammering yeah um so i think there's an element to that just but I, I really have enjoyed that part yeah. i think i think now i have even here a, a community of guys where we do like a guy's trip you know, once a year and yeah. we went to Grand Canyon last year. And, yeah. but I, so I feel really close and, you know, whether that's private or not, I don't know, but it's, yeah. it's, um, but it definitely feels like my thing, you know, I always, my analogy similar to your house one is I'm always like, y'all are very happy to pay a trainer to fix your body. Right. Yeah. And you'll totally. put money in the basket at church cause you, cause someone's helping you grow spiritually. Yeah. But emotionally you just want to handle it. Yeah. I'm like, totally. I'm like I don't get it. Well, I was talking to somebody the other day. I was like, that. that should be, I mean, if there's any, and I had all those issues, I mean, growing up, like uh-huh. just all these, like, I would like, I think back if I could have had that. And I mean, I played sports and stuff too, but if I, if I could have had like the mental health period instead yeah. of PE, that would have been right. super, <laughs> that would have saved me years right. of, you know, stress and all that. Is this album the first one you've written after you and your wife went through that after you've gotten into counseling or is there? No, no, um, no it was right around. No, that last one was, okay. you know, after that. Um, this is the first one I've written with kids. It's so peaceful. 
Oh, All thanks. the songs I've heard, Banks. I like Can't Quit Banks. Oh, thanks. That is such thanks. a good song. Will you talk about where that yeah. came from. My wife is, um, she always used to say this phrase. I don't know where she got it, her friends or something like uh-huh. that. And it sounds terrible, but she was like, you kind of cage in the crazy. And what she meant was, <laughs> you know, when she get kind of gets out of line, she can definitely drink the Kool-Aid. Yeah. You know? She's like, Bear, I was at church today and I decided we're going to Africa. Yeah. We're selling everything. You know, it's, she's that girl, right. which I love about her too yeah. and um but this was uh, banks of your river this idea that you know you're not getting in the way but just kind of being there when they need you yeah. you know was sort of a, trying to come up with a better way to say that <laughs> you're like i hear you're cage the crazy and yeah. i raise you yeah yeah i just <laughs> don't i don't think river. i want to be the cage master right. i don't think that's like <laughs> right. you know it's not a good title it's not as catchy a song it yes. won't be as peaceful yeah. as the others i sat with uh, some friends last night who just got engaged and the male was saying how many strong women he knows in Nashville and what that makes men feel a lot. And like, why are there so many single people around us? And so I wonder if, talk a little bit about you and your wife, if you don't mind, and that the Banks of the River idea of, are you intimidated to be married to a strong woman? Is it hard to be married to a strong It sounds like she's like no, my no, kind no. of girl. Yeah, like she's super sharp. She's way smarter than me. She works harder than me. She just, no, I'm not intimidated by that. I always felt like I needed that. Mm. And maybe one you know, thing looking back on, you know, the band and all those kind of things that I've, I, I, I played football growing up. Mm-hmm. And so you need a good team and you're like, you never like, I just want to have all the high, you know, highlights and no one else, you yes. know, how important that is. I think for Mary Reams, um, which is my wife, she kind of filled that in a way to me. I was always like, well, and she still blows me away by kind of how hardcore she is with certain yeah. things, you know? Yeah. And so, no, I love that. And I, and I, I'm happy to be like the second place person in the, in most of the decisions and the relationship and all that. Maybe people wouldn't think that maybe because of bear name or something. I don't know, but <laughs> no, I, I, I do, I do love that and have, have kind of felt that way. My mom was the same way, mm. you know? So, uh, my grandmother, you know, really? she's like, yeah, so you just have yeah, kind of have a lot of strong women, women in my life. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then you're yeah. raising three dudes. I know. Isn't that weird? Fascinating. I'm going to tell them to find somebody. No. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, Look for the yeah. girl out there playing football with y'all. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. She knows how to be on a team. Exactly. What do you know about God after having three boys now that you didn't know before? Oh, man. Um, it's just so much easier as a parent to see how, you know, we are loved. I think that's probably the really? hardest thing for me, you know, in life in general. Like we have this new song, Who Am I? which oh, is about this yes. idea. So good too. But it's just, that's my real feeling day in and day out. You know, I tell my wife, like, if I get a chance to think about it, I can really embrace that during the mm-hmm. day. If I wake mm-hmm. up in the middle of the night, though, I, I kind of feel like, whoa, I've got all this anxious things and maybe I'm not good enough and all this, yeah. you know, it's like, and so with the boys, I just, the way I look at them, like, they can really be hellions. I don't know if I can say what I don't know. But like they can be just, (laughs) you know, absolutely crazy to think about like five two and a week old. Yeah, and my baby, like the baby the other day, just pooped on our rug, and the you know, like we were changing the diaper, and it just goes <laughs> six feet out, like, right, right. And, and a minute later, you know, we've cleaned it all up, and we're hugging him like he's, you know, right. And I and I just like that's to me that obviously is the way God sees us, and I I feel um, it's a lot, it's much easier for me to see that now, having been in a relationship mm. like that. Yeah, I would. I, I'm pre kids, pre husband, and so, but I have a lot of mini BFFs, a lot of. Mm-hmm. Drew and Ellie's kids. I yeah, mean, yeah. I adore them, you know? Yeah. And so I see glimpses of that, but I don't think I know it like you know it. Yeah, it's, it's, um, it's I, not it was waking me up in the yeah, middle of the night. Right. Yeah. It was a, I think for me, that was just a hard 
sort of step to get over. Another thing is just how free they are and how happy you are. You don't want your kids coming and being like, "Well, Dad, just give me half of the cookie." You know, like, <laughs> you know I've got I've got one I've got one of my kids. It's like his thing is he's a whole package, but yeah. he's a whole package, whole oh. package. He wants he wants everything full. You know, yeah. he's like, and I'm like, yeah, I love that about him. Yeah. And I want to give him as much as I can. You know, so also the way I approach God with those kind of things. Yeah, I'm always like this sort of measured dream. You know, yeah, uh, um, oh, that's and good. so it's been easier to kind of. Do you pray different? Yes, yeah. Strangely, I think I think me and my wife both are very like we just like to serve people in a way, but mm-hmm. sometimes that kind of we go a little bit too far with that, where we're mm-hmm. like, well, you know, I, we've had to kind of remind yourself, like maybe you should pray for the job that you actually want. You know, not just yeah. like, just give me something decent, you know, in this city, maybe, you know, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> in between this bar of, you know, like, it just feel right. like you kind of like measure that, so much of that. And that's been cool to kind of, you know, sort of rethink that. I mean, that's such a great phrase that I'm going to take into my journal today of it, to pray in an unmeasured way. Like, I don't yeah. have to decide the measurement. I yeah. want the whole package. Yeah, just give it yeah. just give it all, and then you can tell me what I can handle. Yeah, can and then handle. the Lord can decide. <laughs> yeah, 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 right. He can go, hey, yeah, yeah. I'm not giving you all those cookies, sister. Yeah, yeah. You can yes. handle it. Yeah, exactly. It. Yeah. Uh, that made, as I was listening to the, I've heard five of the songs, I think, on Out of Body. I've, I listened to them last week. I was listening to them this week. And I was trying to come up with words of like, what does this feel like to me compared to Need to Breathe, I've Always Known. Yeah. And it, and it, and it may be you're a dad. It may be like, it may <laughs> feel, the writing may feel more like a father talking to me than yeah. a friend. Yeah. I mean, it is, I can hear that, I think. Yeah, I think that's true. I think there's also, you get more comfortable as a parent, you know, not, I think, I joke about this all the time, you know, I'm a big fan of this idea of like Richard Rohr and those guys yeah. were talking about two parts of life, this first mountain, <gasps> second mountain. I just turned stuff. 40. So I'm like right um, in that. Yeah. I got 40 coming up in yeah. a month or two. So it's about it, this idea of like you you kind of get more comfortable with yourself, mm-hmm. you know. And I think I think as a parent, you do see that like well maybe life's not just about me. Maybe it's about all these other people, and you sort of I think s- settle down a little bit makes things so much less yeah. serious. You know, there's very you still care about your kids a ton. You still but like I can't I, my like a, like a crazy level is just so much lower than it used to be. Things were so life and death in a way, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. your identity is so much like, if this works, then I work. And if, yeah. you know, and I just feel like I have less of that. So there's some of that, I think on the album too, where it's like, and maybe it is because of kids or maybe it isn't, but getting older just feels like, you know what, this, this music is not really mine to like hang on to. I don't think we wow. have as much a tight of a grip as we used to. Yeah. So, and I think the whole band feels that way, you know. I mean, it, it would have to be, as it always is, it'd have to be a combination of all the things. It's, family it's turning 40 it's the band changing it's probably all those things together are making you write in a certain way yeah i had to go back and read the audiobook for my first book and it it came out in 2011 so Mm -hmm. a long time ago and i was reading it and almost was going like i don't know that i believe all this anymore (laughs) i don't know that i would say this like this but there also has to just be some grace for like you know when I, I wrote that when I was 26, 26-year-old Annie was doing the best she could with what she right. had. Yeah. That is not going to be the same book 40-year-old Annie writes. Right. Yeah, no doubt. How do you balance that with music? Because I listen to old Need to Breathe all the time. Yeah. But then Out of Body is different. It is. It is. And, and it's it's hard. I've gotten better at not reading too many comments about oh, that yeah, kind yeah, of yeah. stuff, you yeah, know. Yeah, but yeah. I just think that 
Yeah, I don't. I think that different music is for different people. Yeah, I really. I think maybe I used to think I had this line on a record about storming the gates before I knew the truth, and I feel like oh, that's wow. that's kind of like what I always felt like. You know, at 20, 25, 30, yeah. it's like, man, you look back and you're like, we were certain about those things. And there's just so, I have so, uh, I, I was telling somebody the other day, like the, my absolutes in my life. Mm-hmm. I had this class when I was a kid. It was a Sunday school class and it was called Absolute Truth. Oh, I'm sure. Right. And Eighth it was, grade, I remember yeah. there was like 800 absolute oh, truths. You know, it's like, <laughs> here's the ones you need to learn. I'm yeah. like, and if you went back and looked at that and now talk about a book that didn't age well, right. you know, it's like, ooh. <laughs> Um, and so I have just a lot less of those now, yeah. and and that's more comforting, isn't it? You know, to me than than ha- trying to have it all figured out. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think that's kind of the way I look about the music. I'm like, well, it must have been there for a purpose. It's yeah. not ours. Yeah. You know, I do feel like we're whatever term you want to use, a conduit. You yeah. know, for what God is doing in our lives at the time. Yeah. And most of my surprising success to me has been in moments where I didn't really, I wasn't aware what I was writing about really. Mm. I thought I was, you know, I'm writing about my own thing and I'm being honest about it. And then a year later, I'm like, whoa, that's more hopeful than I thought it was. (laughs) That's definitely not the way I felt when I was writing it. Right. And so that's, that's encouraging to me at least to be like, look, it's a process and we go in there and we do the best we can and you know, what God gives us. And then if people like it, then great. Yeah. You know? <laughs> if yeah. they don't, then we'll make another one. Yeah. So. How has quarantine affected, I mean, a new album? Did you write more? Did you write less? Like, what has this year ended I, up doing? I wrote a ton more. And yeah. it's it's weird. I don't, I don't, I'm not sure. I'm still trying to figure out exactly why. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe just to get away from my kids a little bit. But <laughs> I, I really got into trying to finish things. I, the whole process um, of demos and all that it's, it's part of like the process of of music that I don't like what is that for those of us who don't make music just just like the recording engineering part you know okay. like so I would write a song in my room and I just keep it around until we make a record mm-hmm. and now everybody wants to hear a demo and it's got to sound great so there's so many people in Nashville you can go to their house and do a demo uh-huh. and so there's you don't have to learn all the tools all the yeah. technical tools yeah. um, but I, I've spent some time doing that on my solo record and now and I'm so thankful that I did. So they kinda, it kind of was like, well, even though you're not good at this, you're forced to do this now. Mm-hmm. So you get it sort of like a window. So I really just – I probably wrote 60 songs maybe in that it's time. Crazy. Yeah. Um, that is impressive. It, it was – yeah, it's the most, most – I mean, it's the most prolific time I've had in my life. Will I they remember. be Need to Breathe or Wilder Woods? Or I think a little them? bit of both, okay. yeah. Yeah, I think there's going to be new Need to Breathe material way before people think, like so maybe within the year. Oh, yeah. Um. So, yeah, I'm, yeah, just, I mean. Even though Out of Body just comes out. Yes. This, all right, yes. let's go. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Need to Breathe, we see you. <laughs> yeah, we're going to, it's going to be rolling a lot faster right yeah. now. So, but it feels, it felt right. I think the, there's an element to, like my, I said, my wife's a nurse practitioner, and so I've always thought of what she does is is more valuable than me or more important or something. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think during this time, you know, it feels like music is a little bit more like medicine. It feels yeah. a little more like you're doing this for the whole world is going through the same thing at the same time. Yes. And um, so it had more purpose behind it to me mm-hmm. in some way. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of exciting. I felt like I was like going to work to do my job that yeah. God gave me to do. Yeah. yeah. The one thing you can yeah. do in all this. Hey friends, just interrupting this conversation with Bear to tell you about some of our favorite sponsors, including KiwiCo. We all know this school year started out unlike any other, and whether your kids have gone back to school or logging into classroom from home, 
it can be time consuming for parents and any extra help is great this year and KiwiCo is here for you. This company will deliver a science fair art class right to your door. And listen, we y'all have heard me say it. I love this as much as any of the mini BFFs in my life. I've done an adult project. They have boxes for all ages. I've done one for me, and then I did one with some kids, and we absolutely loved it. The It was easy to follow the directions. It turned out just the way it said it would. It ended up being even more fun than we expected. I was kind of surprised because I thought the kids were going to like want to rush and finish the thing and play with it once it was done. And what ended up happening is as soon as we put it together, they wanted to put it together again. So they liked the journey as much as they liked the destination. I was really into it. And so were they. I totally loved it. Your child can get super cool hands-on science, art, and geography projects delivered to their door every month. And they'll be so excited to see them arrive in the mail, especially at a time when they might be unable to go to places like museums. Here's a fun activity that is going to come straight to them. And there are different crates for kids of all ages. So there's something for every kid on your list, including you, you guys. There's no commitment, so you can pause or cancel anytime. KiwiCo is redefining learning with hands-on projects that build confidence and creativity and critical thinking skills. There's something for every kid or kid at heart like us at KiwiCo. So you get 30% off your first month plus free shipping on any crate line, you guys, at KiwiCo.com slash that sounds fun. Again, 30% off your first month and free shipping on any crate line at KiwiCo.com slash that sounds fun. Today's show is also brought to you by our friends at GiveWell. Every year, millions across the globe, you guys, suffer from easily preventable diseases. And this year, because of coronavirus, more people will be in need. If you're in a position to give and you want to help, try to support charities where your next donation can save and improve lives the most. That is the mission of GiveWell.org. It's amazing. They've dedicated over 20,000 hours a year researching charitable organizations and handpicks a small set of the highest impact evidence-backed charities. I think that is so important. It is easy to start a charity. It is hard to run it really well. And GiveWell does that work for you. They take no fees. So all your tax-deductible donations will be used to help others. We talk about giving a lot around here, whether it's IJM or a Christian Appalachian Project or Compassion International. I love giving to nonprofits that I know are doing good and are making a difference on the planet. It amazes me that GiveWell can go through and collect up all the best ones like Helen Keller International and Against Malaria Foundation and help us know where to give. If you want to have even more impact, donate soon, you guys. Any of our listeners who become new GiveWell donors will have their first donation matched up to $100, which I think is so cool. You just go to GiveWell.org slash That Sounds Fun and select Podcast and That Sounds Fun at checkout. This matching offer is good for as long as the funds last, but we can help now. So get your first donation matched up to $100 when you go to GiveWell.org slash That Sounds Fun. You select podcast and That Sounds Fun at checkout. And now back to the show. What what did you lose during the pandemic? What was the cost for y'all or for you personally? I think that we've been really fortunate. I, I, I can't say that enough. I just feel like um, so many musicians in our that maybe are like in a in a 
earlier time in their career development. Like, I don't, if this had happened to us 10 years ago, I don't know if need to breathe, still need to breathe, you know? It's just, and so I think that to me is scary and I have so many friends that are in the in the business and just got into a tour bus, for instance, right. you know, they just kind of right. started just to make a dime. It. Uh-huh. And it's like, it's so oh, hard. Mercy. Yeah. It's so, I mean, that people, I think know this, but the music business is just like, it's really, you have to be an insane person to make it. Mm-hmm. You just have, you have to, you know, have to continue going out there for years when you're not making anything and yeah. no one's telling you you should keep doing it, yeah. you know? Uh, so uh, that's probably the thing I look around and go, man, that's just going to have a, a long-term effect, yeah. you know, on creativity and, so, yeah, that's it. But I, I, honestly, our kids are not in school. We are really fortunate in that. Like, they they love quarantine. Yeah. yeah. It's like mom and dad are home all the time. Sweet. <laughs> you know? So, um, I, yeah, not too much to complain about. Yeah. Was having a kid during, like, were you allowed to be in the room with your wife? I was the that? only one, yeah. Okay, yeah. good. Um, I was the only one in there, and we masks and all that. Yeah. But it, it, honestly, it wasn't, it was kind of nice because <laughs> the day after, normally you have all these, oh, yeah, you brilliant. know, visitors and yeah. stuff, and you can't. So it was just really peaceful. I felt yeah. like we kind of got a chance to kind of, like, process the moment a little bit more, yeah. just me and her, which which... I liked, yeah. you know, but maybe that's the introvert in me. I don't know. <laughs> but, um, but that's, the healthy guy in you that's done yeah, a lot I'm of like, work. Yeah, I'm like, I think we can, you know, this is good. Let's take this time. Yeah. And we had the most crazy, you know, this is not probably what we're talking about on this thing, but we had the most crazy. She, she, the labor and everything lasted about an hour. So uh, from the time that she said no. in Franklin for us to drive to Vanderbilt and all of that. So we got to the, yeah, I mean, I, if I didn't valet my car at the hospital, I would not have seen it. <laughs> It was, they were like five minutes ago, you'd been having this like baby in your car. Oh my gosh. And y'all got there just in time. I mean, she was like, it's coming. And And the triage room was where we had it. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Didn't even make it. No, there's no IVs. There's no nothing. You know, she. All natural. All natural. What a boss. Yeah. And they just go, I loved it. Like the midwife was in there. She goes, she goes, Mary, we're having this baby and it's going to be great. You know? (laughs) And I looked at her. I was like, "Well, here we go." What were the other two like? Were the other two longer? More? Uh, oh, crazy too. Because like the first one, the first one they sent us home. She's really stoic, my uh-huh. wife, and, and she can be like. And so they sent us home. Of course, like this scene from like the 1920s of like I think this happened in our bedroom at home. Yeah. <laughs> trying to get her back. She goes into the ba- into the hospital with no pants on. Uh-huh. She's just wearing the shirt. You know, she's like, "Give me up." You know, that's the first scene. And then wow. the second one, I. I booked one show. This is four weeks or uh, three or four weeks before. Right. You know, and it's in the middle of nowhere. So I traveled all night. Like we drove and I slept in the airport, tried to yeah. get back, you know, and of course I, I walked in and she had him a minute later. Oh and then I like passed out from, <laughs> so I haven't eaten, I haven't slept. And so I'm just like, oh no. You're like Uncle Jesse and yeah. um, Full House when they're in beds next to each other. Yeah. And Becky. That literally was what, I mean, so we've had our Y'all adventure. haven't had a non-interesting no. one. No, well, they've all been kind of crazy, but they all we are. have been telling you something yeah. from the start. That is wild. When you think about the three of them, is that how Wilder Woods got its name? Yeah. Yeah. It's because yeah. it's the boys' names? Yes. Okay. And you'll keep doing more with Wilder Woods, too? I think so, yeah. Okay. I, don't, I don't know if I'll keep it at Wilder Woods' name or not, but I, I, I really loved the the process of doing it outside uh-huh. of the band. You know, yeah. it's like when you start a thing, it, especially 
it's been almost 20 years. Yeah. You know? So it's like the train has left the station. It right. is what it is. And right. I love it, but it's also kind of not just ours anymore. Yeah. You know, all these people who listen to the music, it's theirs too. And yeah. so it was nice to go into something where it was like, there's, it's just not a means to an end. Like I'm making music just because I, that's what I like to do, yeah. you know, and I don't need to make money on it. I don't know what's, you know, um, that was really refreshing. And now I'm kind of like sold on the idea. John Foreman is the one. I was going to say that's, yeah. yeah. He told me a lot about that. He was just like, man, I think you're going to really like being and need to breathe more if you do this. Yeah. And so I did, you know, I, I really do. I think coming back, I've written more and enjoyed the time more um, because of the space away. Yeah. I love John Foreman's solo stuff too. Oh man. So good. He's talking about prolific. That guy just never stops. And yeah. we we're working on something together, which would be cool. in the next, the next thing we do, we wrote okay. a song together. So, Oh yes. Let's yeah. go. Now I'm going to get you to teach me something because okay. I had a call yesterday with my <laughs> with like my financial planner okay. talking about Annie. If your voice stops working, we need to have these three things in place. And I was like, "What'd you say?" Because uh-huh. I hadn't thought about that. Two thirds of my job, traveling and speaking and doing the podcast, all depend on my voice. Right. And someone, when I was reading through the questions this morning, Cindy, one of her questions was, "How do you maintain a healthy voice?" And I was like, "Well, this is going to be great this for is me, to, yeah, because right. I'm all of a sudden very stressed. Yeah, I am very concerned. I get it. I get it. Yeah. Every time somebody has the surgery or something, they're like, uh-huh. "I'm taking six months off." I'm like, "Oh no." Right. Um, but it's been. I have. A, I would say my my rules don't apply to everyone. I have okay. a weird voice. I, I literally can, if I don't sing for, let's say, a week or 10 days, I couldn't make it through 20 minutes of our concert, of our two-hour concert. Really? Yeah. So it, it really goes away for me. So I have to kind of stay in the moment. So I, I, I got this a couple years ago, probably three or four years ago. I had a really embarrassing festival moment where I was sick and it was like this. Next thing you know, I'm... Um, you know, it's 20,000 people and I've sang three songs and now have no voice at all. And you can't finish it. Yeah. And it's just the most embarrassing, terrible, you know, I mean, there's nothing you can do about it, but it does, you feel awful for people that come there and all that. So I got a voice coach out of LA that is very, is quite the character. Uh (laughs) And I was like, there's no way my friends are making fun of me because you do it on zoom Yeah, and they're like, he literally, I mean, you can't see me, but he's, he's doing these actions as I'm singing. So I do, 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 you know, all this stuff. Uh But he's like, now click your wrist above your head while you do it. Uh And he's like, now bend over at the waist and And he's like, now make it really whiny. Uh Anyway, very embarrassing, you know, kind of like, I think, yeah. And it's been, a game changer for me. Really? Crazy. But he was like, I've got really bad news for you. You're going to have to sing every day, kind of for the rest of your life if you want to keep singing. So you sing at some so point every day? I kind of do it as a workout, yeah. Okay. Yeah, most days I would say 30 to 45 minutes. It's like a warm-up kind of yeah. thing. I'll take a drive and do it, and it's it's saved me in terms of the touring and all that. Do you sing stuff you want to sing, or do you sing his practice I do the practice thing most oh, days, you? yeah. <laughs> just yeah. driving around it's Franklin. Just, yeah, it People is like, not fun. like, have you it's, he's just yelling yeah, in his car. He's just, yeah, he's making all these weird <laughs> motions. And yeah, I used to, when I lived in Charleston, I would drive up and down the beach, you know, and that was about the yeah. time it took for me to finish it. Okay. Um, but yeah, it's, it, I hate that part. You know, I mean, I, everybody hates practice. It's right. just, you know, but it's a part of, it's just, it's, there's nothing worse though than getting to that moment and not having it, you know. Mm-hmm. So, so I think that for all of our friends listening, even those of us who don't use our voices full time, it is so good to hear that every job has pieces that aren't fun. Oh man. Yeah. There's a lot. There's, there's, there's a, lot a lot of, of them. There's a lot of it. You know, <laughs> I, my favorite thing is like Ray Charles. 
um, is always saying, like, I, I never get paid to play music. Mm. He's like, I get paid to get on the plane and go somewhere to play the music. Right. And that and that is kind of the way it is in our job, too, obviously. There's just so much downtime and travel and all those crazy things. Yeah, and the voice thing is just so aggravating to kind of yeah. keep up. But Is I that what complain. I need to do then? Do I need, like, a coach? Uh, I think a coach would help, yeah. Because we do, I do four episodes of, I do four hours a week minimum. Yeah, and, talking. you know, and the talking is actually harder on you than singing. Really? So they say a little warm up and a little warm down. It wouldn't be crazy much, but I think it would be helpful. I feel very concerned today. I uh, haven't nah, felt concerned. You should not. Don't worry about years. it. Just let it roll. Just let it roll. <laughs> and the raspier it gets, the better. Yeah, you know, right. So. I mean, and I have a one of a kind voice already. I mean, people, yeah. at, even with masking, yeah. the girl at Anthropology was like, are you Annie Dow? I think I, I, think <laughs> I, think I know your voice. Yeah, and I was totally. like, yeah, 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 yeah. There's no hiding my voice. But yeah. I've never worried about it. I, I mean, I got sick one time for every weekend for a while when I was yeah. traveling. But besides that, until yesterday at yeah. 4 p.m. during my phone call, I was like, oh, what happens? Yeah. I haven't been taking oh, care no. of this muscle. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's funny. You meet young bands. And a lot of times they want to have a secret. So uh-huh. I'm like, well, guess what? You have to sleep more and drink more water. How's that yeah. sound? Um, yeah, so like <laughs> it sounds like rock and roll, doesn't it? <laughs> Um, but yeah, that's really, you know, I I could obviously do more when I was 20, but yeah, it's just kind of like a boring thing. Yeah. I mean, maybe this is part of the two halves of our lives things too, of where I don't think about my, in my twenties, I didn't think about my physical health, my emotional health and my spiritual health the way I do now. Sure. Now it's more like, well, I want to do my job for a lot longer. So I need to be physically and emotionally and spiritually healthy. Those all really matter to do my job. Yeah. Do you think through all those? I think, yeah, I mean, definitely. I think I'm much more intentional. Me and my wife are really um, big on clarity and vision and all that. You know, we do kind of started this process like a family vision statement kind of thing. Really? And then we do once a year, we do a goals thing. We go away for three days. Yeah. And kind of talk about what it is we're doing and and what our dreams are and how can I help you with that. And and then the last day we talk about things we're not going to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here (laughs) are our big nose. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. exactly. So golf this year with three boys is probably out. Yeah. Um, you know what I mean? It's just like, just, but it's, it's been so helpful, you know, just the idea of having, it's so much easier to cheer for her, Mm. you know, and support her when I know what it is. Like she really, these are like the things that are really close to her heart. Um, so we're big on that. And I think that that really has changed the way we live. I think we're always kind of living, kind of going back to that and have, you know, check-ins on that. I mean, I can imagine all the dads and husbands and boyfriends that are listening are going like, Okay, yeah, I know how to. That's a great idea. What about yeah. what about the women that are listening who are like, yeah, I want to have that conversation with my husband, or yeah, what what could yeah. your wife? What's the approach like of like, let's start setting goals? Yeah, well, I think I think it's probably different for everybody, but I, it's not hard. I don't think to ask a guy the way we did it the first time. I think we just found some sheet on yeah. the internet. <laughs> We're like, okay, that's, we got to make business goals and family yeah. goals, spiritual goals. And, yeah. you know, and I just think some space to, t- to talk about and everybody's a little bit different, I think, in terms of how, like our vision statement was this long, you know, yeah. really drawn out. By I've seen writer. it where it's like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I've seen where it's like three sentences. That's great too. Yeah. But it, I, I do think that even guys, I mean, it's, it's just a great thing to kind of, I just, you, it's really hard to go somewhere if you don't know, you know, where it is you're trying to go. Yeah, that's right. And I think it's easy for me to have like a million different interests and, and also kind of move, move the goalposts. Like whenever we win, do we know it, you know? Mm-hmm. And I think that's a hard thing in a band. That's huge. Because you're like, oh, the goal is just to go out and tour at these 
size markets and really put on a great show and stay healthy the whole time and whatever the, all those goals are. And you get done with like, was that good or was it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's easier to me to have something on there and go like, you know what? We did, we, we accomplished the things we were setting out to do. Yeah. Shelly Giglio, Louie and mm-hmm. Shelly, Shelly often says, we set ourselves up. We know how to set up for failure. We don't know how to set up for success. Yeah, and how and how to win and what to call win and so even what I'm hearing you say that I'm not sure I've heard anybody say to me before is like even in marriages and even in relationships there should be goals that you go like hey we did the thing we said we would do yeah let's celebrate it and you know because I do think it's it's so much you know based on your feelings it's like are we okay you know (laughs) that's the marriage question (laughs) of like I'm like I'm always what's funny is my personality is always like no we're not okay. I mean, this is this life is crazy, and we're gonna, you know, that's how right. I answer it every time. That's but right. It's kind of nice to go like, you know what? At least we're trying to do what we said we're going to do, and yes. and we're, you know, we're in it together. Yeah, that's right. Okay, so I heard there's a podcast I like called Dadville, and it's mm-hmm. for dads. Dave yeah. Barnes, John yeah, Coughlin, yeah, of those dudes. And John asked a question this week to Tony Hale that I have, am in love with, and he said, if you could go back and relive one thing not redo it but relive it so i'd love to know is there like a show you'd go back and like oh. i know you love all your shows i love all the things i love all the podcasts i know but yeah. could you go back is there one show that you're like if i could relive that show there's probably you know sadly there's probably a hundred things yeah, like that yeah I, I, one thing it's just the first time of everything i yeah. wish i could relive i think for me coming with my personality and having sort of like uh, anxiety going into things, mm-hmm. you can really focus on the wrong thing, especially early in my career. And I just, you know, the first time we played Leno, it was like the biggest thing for us. You yeah. know, we were small town kids, like when you sure. finally do it, it's going to be. Um, and then it just went by so fast because I was like, you know, I was just in a blur. And I'm like, what, what just happened? You know? <laughs> um, so I would relive that, I yeah. think, and just try to enjoy that that and I think I've gotten better at that, but it took us even like Red Rocks, it took us four times to play it before I was like, okay, I'm actually here right now. Oh, wow. I'm not so focused on what I'm doing that I just it just goes by in 10 minutes. Yeah. You know? Was Red Rocks like the venue that you were like, this is the one? It was. It was what's funny is like at first the venue was the music farm in Charleston, which is like, sure, you know, right. 900 people maybe. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was the we were like, we made it if we make it yeah. on that, you know, and then the Ryman was next. The Ryman's mine. Yeah. Yeah. It's, a, I mean, it's, you know, it kind of create, we had a, we did a charity event there. I think Dave was there that day. Um, but just the Haiti one. Yeah. 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 So that, like, I think that was the first time we ever played in there and all of us walked off of there like, Oh man, we have to do this. Um, and so it's been really cool to kind of feel like you're even more comfortable going back to it after that a few times. And, um, but yeah, then Red Rocks, Red Rocks is to me the best venue in the world. It's just, there's nothing like it. And I love how people, anticipation is just everything with music, right? Right. You know, so like people, there's 80% of last year, I think when we played 80% of the people were from out of Colorado. Yeah. So they're flying in, they're making a trip of it. I mean, they're going to have a great time regardless if we suck or not. Yeah, that's right. Because they they, were at Red Rocks. Yeah, exactly. So there's just such a uh, energy around that. It's really fun. I'm an Enneagram 7 and anticipation is a big thing for us. And that feels like one of the biggest losses of 2020 is, is, we don't get to look forward to concerts and we don't like, it's almost like not only are we not getting to do things, but I also had to remove, is it y'all? No, someone's about to play the Ryman this week. No, was it y'all know. originally? It was, it was a band yeah. that I, we had bought tickets forever All right. ago. Yeah. And I, uh, and Ben Rector. Yeah, probably Ben Rector. Yeah. <laughs> no. I don't know. Yeah. But you just go, man, the, the loss of anticipation is something we couldn't have known 
would happen oh, yeah. in all of this. Yeah. And I and it's weird. I'm a, so I'm an eight. Um so Are you? I, a, yes. an introverted eight. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So just don't don't threaten me. Yeah, I will yeah, yeah. Get, that's no. right. Um but I do think that's a real that's a real um thing for me too, this loss of sort of even trips and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. It's just like there's so, you know, and it's kind of nice to go, like, look around. John Foreman was the one who told me this thing. He's, I said, how are you doing, buddy, you know, during this? He's like, honestly, kind of a house of mirrors around here. Mm. And he's like, you know how we've been gone so much. You come home and then all of a sudden it's like I've got to deal with a lot of things that I haven't, you know, and I think probably a ton of people resonate with that because jobs are changing and kids are home from school and yeah. all that stuff. So it, it's made us sort of. It's forced us, I think, to get in some things that we probably, you know, wouldn't have. And it's been, honestly, it's been great for us, but I know that's tough. Yeah, I, I've, same, I've had parts of it that have been so, such a gift, even if a painful gift, to go like, mm. oh man, my tendency to be a glutton about anything mm. is just amped up. Let me watch all the TV, right, let me yeah. eat and drink all the things, let me, you know, yeah. because I just don't want to be lonely and sad. Mm-hmm. Then you go like, ooh, maybe I'm just supposed <laughs> to feel this right. for a reason. Yeah. Dave and Annie are, Barnes are like my emergency contact. They're like my family. Okay. And so the, his last show at the Ryman, when everybody had left, I walked on stage from the back and I just thought, what it must feel like to play this room for real. All yeah. the lights are up, they're sweeping, yeah. they don't care about <laughs> yeah. me, I'm just standing here in the bright lights, yeah. but... Man, I, I I can't wait. There, yeah, that's awesome. It's it's it totally is magic. I'm I think, I think being like rednecks, southern people, yeah, you know, yeah. like there's an element to that. But yeah. the fact that it's a church, the fact that it's like Nashville, always for me because you know we weren't from here, always felt like this thing that you some sort of club or something you had yeah. to conquer, you know. Yeah, yeah. And now that I'm here, it's like not that's not really what the point yeah. is, you know. It's more. But I think at the time, just we felt like outsiders, for lack yeah. of a better term. We always felt like that. And for whatever reason, being there was like, this is, we've made it into the circle, you know? Yeah. But you can still sing outsiders if you we want can. to. We can. Yeah, that's yeah, a great yeah. song. <laughs> Speaking of church, what was it like finding a new church when y'all got here? Interesting, but but cool. You know, I um, I had gone to a church um, up here when I had visited a lot. Oh, okay. So my wife, it's been it's been a funny process where she really needs to make the decision, whatever it is. So mm-hmm. a lot of times it'll be like, I think this is where we should go to church. She's like, okay, we're going to visit 10. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then we'll make the choice. Yeah. You know, when I first got here, it was like I was gone a lot. So yeah. she was visiting them all. And yeah. so by the time I had come off the road, she had decided the church I originally said was the one we're going to. Great. So, What's yeah. her Enneagram number? Does she know? Uh, yeah, she is a, she's a loyal, a six, right? A six. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that's a great. Yeah, so she's like, but she does the. uh, That's the way she chooses everything. Yeah, I'm like, I think that's what we should do. Yeah, I think we should live in Franklin. She's like, well, we're gonna look in 12 South, and then we're gonna, (laughs) you know, work our way down slowly until. So it's my Franklin idea, to live is, in yeah. Franklin. Yeah. Man, that's too bad y'all didn't join the road with the McLaughlins and the Rectors and the Barnes. I know. We'd have had a crazy. good time. I, it was, it, that is an awesome part of town. I think it's amazing. Yeah. Yeah, and I've actually run into them. I mean, those guys are so classic Nashville. Like, <laughs> I, I mean, they couldn't be – they should have their own show. I love the podcast, but they should have their own TV show. Yeah. Well, that ain't coming. We'll hope yeah, for I know. it. We'll hope yeah. for it. Okay, is there anything we didn't talk about that you want to talk about? I don't think so. Okay. Don't. You're happy? I think so, yeah. Okay, so the last yeah. question we always ask, uh-huh. because the show is called That Sounds Fun, yep. tell me what you do for fun. Uh, did they prep you with that? Did yeah, you they know did. That's they sent okay, it to me. Yeah, but I don't have a great answer for it. Yes, just you because, do. I you do. <laughs> uh, what I'm working on right now, and I saw Dave Barnes had something like this in his yard, and we have we moved into a house on the top of a hill, uh-huh. and it's 
it is a massive hill. It uh-huh. is like a very scary kind of, and we've had, we, we bought three slip and slides and we put them all together, right? Yes. Straight well, down. now my buddies and I are building a, a more of like a tarp situation <laughs> where it goes all the way to the bottom <laughs> with, <laughs> with bales of hay. <gasps> oh no. Bottom. Yeah. So, so water going down and soap. water going down. We're going to work on, we've got numerous hoses going soap oh. and it should be, but a, like an adult slip and slide that goes probably, I don't know, hundred yards. Bear. You yeah. are lying to me. No, not. And I, and I, I, I don't know if we'll probably all be injured. Like we'll be separated 100%, shoulders and all that. Yeah. <laughs> but we, I promise to video it, but that is the kind of, that's, I'm really looking forward to that. I'm just saying, when you open that up and the barns are there, I'm coming. Okay. When you say, Dave, Get come on, on you're going to throw another Get Annie in, in the there. car. You might not after you see one person do it. But <laughs> Have you tried it yet at all? I have not tried. I've did the, I did the slip inside with a three in a row. Yeah. And the kids That's can what really we did out at the cabin with yeah, three in a row. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they can you can really get after that. They they also make this big thing that has a slide. There's like a jump castle thing. Uh-huh. You put that at the top. We're thinking maybe. Oh, so go down the slide and then hit the tarps. <laughs> so the slide. What are you gonna do on the sides? Are you just gonna let it be wide open? Well, we're gonna have little bumpers. To we're okay. gonna have little bumpers. Yeah. Well, it just so. feels like you need to have some exits in case someone feels like. They're oh going no no too no fat. no! What's no, your end? Your end. <laughs> it fails you can wear or nothing. Yeah. Here's my little football helmet. You can wear that and then. Oh, That's man. It. Well, you, luckily, you know this from Charleston, too. We've got a full six weeks left of hot. Oh, yeah. So you're we not got running of out of time. No, we've got plenty of time. We and gotta... in the winter, sledding. That's It'll right. It'll be the same I know. thing. I know. You can just ice it up, and then, yeah. it, well, that's when we'll really separate our shoulders. Yeah, I know. Is if it's da- ice. I'm turning my boys into daredevils, but <laughs> Hey, they, they were going to do that either way. I that's know. the way y'all exactly. are born. Both exactly. boys just come out that way. <laughs> um, okay, so a slip. See, that's fun. That's that's a high-level okay. fun. That's a great answer. Thanks. So many people come in with insecure, fun answers. I'm always like, if it's fun to you, we're yeah, just do it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Good. That's great. Yeah. Oh, friends, don't you love him? He's as great as I thought he would be. I mean, what an absolute joy and a treat. I'm so glad that we got to meet Bear, get to know him a little bit better in a different setting. Such a nice dude, you guys. And probably like many of you, I've been a longtime Need to Breathe fan, and Out of Body is my favorite record to date. I'm not just saying that because I'm friends with the front guy, guys. I mean it. I really absolutely Love this album, and I think you will too. So, hey, make sure you give Bear Reinhardt a follow on Instagram, Twitter. Tell him thanks for being on the show and grab a copy of their new album, Out of Body. If you need anything else from me, you know I'm embarrassingly easy to find. Annie F. Downs, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, all the places you may need me. That is how you can find me. Hey, and if you've got a Need to Breathe fan in your life that you know loves their music, or maybe your friends also love Wilder Woods like I do, make sure you share this show with them so they can hear this conversation with Bear. And if you get a chance to rate and review the show wherever you love listening to podcasts, that really means a lot to me. So I would really appreciate it. I think that's it for me today, friends. I hope you have a great holiday weekend if you're in America. This is Labor Day weekend. I hope you have a great holiday weekend. Get some rest. Get some rest. Get some rest, you guys. You need to let your bodies recover after long weeks. So get some rest. Have a great weekend. Go out or stay home and do something fun. I will do the same. And we'll be back here on Monday with new music. Y'all aren't even ready. And a great set of shows next week. We'll see y'all on Monday. Have a great weekend. Have a great weekend.